0: surprise 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 everybody here we go another one right off the bat doing two in a row just like that so you know just to give a little uh, little insight to Why I decided to do another episode is, um, quite frankly, after my midterm last week, I haven't had much to do. And, um, you know, whether you think that that's a good thing or a bad thing, I can rest assured and, and tell you that without a doubt, it is a bad thing, especially when you're sitting here downstairs with your parents and your Wi-Fi sucks and you can't really watch TV and you don't really have any privacy. The only way to stay relatively sane is to try and stay busy. And, um, I, you know, I, I have my fair share of schoolwork, but like right after two midterms, I mean, how much is there to really do, you know, you can try and like hunker down and, you know, do stuff for the future and like try and like catch up on readings and stuff like that. But I don't know. I feel like I deserve a little break to, um, just kind of do the things that I want to do and, and, uh, not worry about school so much. Um, you know, I'm trying to, uh, trying to stay in shape. Weather's been bad. So, you know, that's kind of, um, put the brakes on some things, um, with that too. So that kind of sucks. But, um, yeah, I mean, here I am, um, yesterday, yesterday was, was a pretty long day. Um, you know, my, you know, with the selling of the house and stuff, you come across things that, you know, remind you of things and, um, you know, it's never, never a, totally fun experience let alone when you're basically living like a homeless person so you know I had some fun yesterday deciding to shave my head um I know some of you got a kick out of that um it's kind of an impulsive thing um you know as uh you all know I am going through a bit of a uh tough time right now because of some things in my personal life and uh for whatever reason it just seemed like uh you know it's kind of a metaphoric or symbolic way of of just being like okay you know let's just tear it tear it down strip it down start fresh and um you know today's kind of a new day and uh, i'm feeling good feeling positive feeling good um you know, the next, um uh, the next real step will be, um, you know, finally getting out of here and getting back to, you know, more of a, more of a normal, normal life. I mean, there's no such thing as normal life now with coronavirus and stuff like that, but, um, there is somewhat of a more normal life than the one that I'm living right now. <laughs> That's for damn sure. So, um, you know, just like I said, trying to stay positive, um, switch things up a little bit. Um, you know, did a uh, actually did a uh, YouTube uh, P90X class this morning, so feeling pretty uh, feeling pretty sore and pretty uh, pretty jazzed up. So um, you know, I'm just trying to, uh, like I said, switch things up, do some. So make some things that I wouldn't normally do or haven't been doing, um, you know, instead of just kind of, you know, wallowing in the dread of, you know, um, the shit that I'm going through and and selling my house and and just kind of wondering what what the future is going to hold. You know, there's no point in thinking about the future when, um, you know, you can do something about it now. So that's kind of where I've been and what I've been trying to do today. And I'm trying to, like I said have some downtime instead of just like sitting in my room and watching some sad movie or listening to some sad music. I figure, why the fuck not? Let me flip on the podcast, give my dear friends some good content, you know, help them improve their, uh, Tuesday afternoons. Cause we all know Tuesday is the worst day of the week. Um, and, um, and, you know, I, uh, just, just, um, get some of my thoughts out there and, and share it with everybody. And, and, uh, hopefully, you know, I got some feedback on the first one, but hopefully I get a little bit more this time just because, you know, we're just, we're just getting back into it and hopefully everybody will have a little bit more time to listen, um, you know, during the week than you would on the weekend when, you know, you're actually doing shit of importance. So, uh, so yeah, so that's kind of where, where I'm at, uh, what I'm doing. Um, you know, I don't, I don't anticipate getting another one out this week. You know, I think one per week is kind of, you know, what, where I'm at, but I mean, shit, if I have more downtime later on this week, I don't don't really, my plans are kind of up in the air right now, what, what I'm doing, where I'm going, because I can't really stay here much longer without going crazy without a little break. So, you know, we'll see, we'll see. But I think one a week. Um, I'm going to try to stay consistent, not necessarily the day, but, um, you know, at least one a week, um, and just try and get them out, you know, whenever I can and whenever I got some time. So I took some of your advice and, um, kind of broke this thing out into segments. So the first one was obviously, you know, just a little, uh, little update of, uh, how I'm doing, what I'm doing, all that good stuff. Um, and then, uh, you know, I want to go through a little bit of the uh, the NFL in week six, just kind of, um, you know, what I saw, what I thought was good, um, what I thought was interesting, some of the stuff that, you know, may have uh, fantasy implications, betting implications, stuff like that. Um, then third, I just want to go through um, some of the shows and movies that I've been watching and kind of the thoughts that I have about them and and, um you know not just about them but the thoughts that you know they've been providing me in terms of you know how they may apply to real life and stuff like that and then lastly I think every time I do this I'm just going to give you the following the following week's picks for the NFL um I know that's kind of what I did last time when I kind of got cut off because I know well at least I now know that I can only do uh an hour on this fucking app so um so now i know that uh, <laughs> when to check the time or whatever and, and not get cut off like i did last time but i know i did that last last time so now i'm going to just do it every time that i make one of these whatever the fa- the upcoming week is i'm just going to uh just give you some of my picks and and um uh, you know what what uh what i would be betting if i had uh, any money or if I do come into money randomly, what I will be betting for real. So, yeah, so, I'm uh, just jumping right into it. Um, you know, I think week six was probably one of the worst weeks in recent memory. I mean, there was no, there was like no real action. It feels like, I mean, you had, you had some like decent games, without like actually, you know, like doing anything in terms of the NFL, like you know Washington and and the Giants, that was an ugly game, but like it was a good like back and forth game or whatever. You know, you had that one um you had the Titans and the Texans. That was a that was a good game too, but again, you know the Texans are completely out of it. Just fired their coach like they gave him a good game, but I mean, I, I don't know. That doesn't really move the needle. I, I think everybody, you know, is like, okay, you know, the Titans are good or whatever. They're they're 5-0. and oh. um, You know, that's all well and good, but I don't think anybody actually believes in them. You know, there's only a handful of teams. I mean, they may be, you know, we'll see what happens with them in Pittsburgh this week, but I mean, you know, they're, they're a solid team, but I don't think they really scare anybody. So, you know, that was a cool game, a shootout, whatever. But, again, the Texans stink, and the Titans are a solid team. So, who really cares about that one? Uh, Colts-Bengals, um, again, pretty meaningless. Burrow played well. Higgins played well. I think the Bengals are going to obviously be a promising team probably two years from now. You know, they're still missing a lot of things. Their line sucks. Uh, Their defense obviously sucks. They let Rivers, who sucks, throw for 371 and three touchdowns against them. So, uh, again, you know, Colts needed to kind of bounce back here against a bad team, and they did, but not in, like, great fashion because they were getting blown out initially. So, you know, that wasn't really a great showing for them and their defense either. So, again... That's another game that was just like, you know, interesting if you're a fan for one of those teams, you know, that was a uh, really another back and forth game, but not too many great fantasy performances there. Nobody was starting Rivers. Not many people were starting guys like T Higgins, like just doesn't really move the needle. Um, Just moving down the card here. Pretty much Falcons Vikings again, another awful game lot of garbage points. Falcons essentially blew the doors off of them, and the Vikings scored a ton of late touchdowns. Just complete garbage. I think it's important to note that, like, Matt Ryan, when Julio is on the field, is, like, playing at an elite level this year. Even that the the game that Julio played when he was, like, kind of... uh, When he was a little hobbled, he was still just, like... Like... Just amazing. I mean, his numbers with Julio just on the field, not even at 100%, just on the field are amazing. So it makes kind of makes you wonder if Julio was healthy this year, where the Falcons' season may have gone. They also kind of had the, uh, you know, the the um, the the coach situation where you know teams tend to play much better once their coach. Um, you know, the week after their coach gets fired. So, you know, they had that in their favor, too. But, I mean, you know, moving forward in terms of betting and fantasy purposes, I think it's important to to note and recognize, I mean, you saw what Julio can do when he was healthy this week. I mean, he was a monster. So, um, you know, I think the Falcons could be a bad team, as you saw last year when they ended up finishing 7-9. and nine. They they went like 5-2 and two down the stretch or something like that. They were a great team covering all the point spreads because you know that Vegas um, and the public, you know, kind of gave up on them. But um, they were they were definitely a hot bet down the down the stretch last year, and I think that's kind of where they're headed to right now. If the, if they keep playing like this, I mean, they should at the very they, like they should be like a three and two team or something like that. They're just not, um, you know, they've 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 choked several times here, so I think their number gets pretty pretty inflated or deflated pretty much every week just based on you know the, their shortcomings but watch out for them especially in home division home games coming up they they're going to they're going to they're gonna be a team that could uh you know ruin somebody's chances at like a one seed or something like that they're going to be definitely be a, a team that's kind of a pain in the ass just cuz they could put put up points at will and and as for the Vikings I mean how bad is Kirk Cousins how, I mean how much more I don't like, look, I'm just a guy who's sitting in his basement with his fucking pajamas on with a shaved head. And like, <laughs> I don't know what else you need to see from Kirk Cousins. When they gave him an extension, they gave him the deal. They gave him that deal, the the big three year, $90 million deal, all that, fully guaranteed, whatever it was. They gave him that. And like, to his credit had a good game against New Orleans last year which they really shouldn't have won because New Orleans got screwed again um with the uh with the pass interference penalty but like I I'm not one to be like oh what you had oh poor New Orleans like whatever they won the game so Kirk Cousins won the game all right so I get it like you know he won a be he won one of the bigger games in 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 that franchise's history in a long time you know, putting the, the Keenum games aside, I mean, that was that was a good win for them last year, no doubt about it. So, you know, to that credit, sure. But, I mean, one game and one playoff win shouldn't just, like, f- fucking throw out, like, years of, of just subpar football. And, like, the fact that they gave this man an extension a 2-year 66 million dollar extension giving him continuing to give him more than 30 million dollars a year when they can't keep their fucking good players on defense and we all see see how that's turned out they can't stop a nosebleed and they're paying Kirk Cousins all this money i just i obviously am not a talent evaluator nor nor do i claim to be nor I mean, you know, I guess in a perfect world, I would want to be. But, I mean, come on. What the fuck else do you need to see from this guy? He was terrible on the Redskins. He did this shit over and over and over again. And then he gave him... If the Redskins don't want him, why would you want him? I mean, come on. It doesn't get any more obvious than that. So, I, I, I mean, look... I think uh, betting and fantasy, I mean, it's very obvious that they're capable of scoring a ton of garbage points. Um, I just, I mean, I don't think it's, it's far, far, like that far away that they're just going to fucking punt on cousins, punt on Zimmer and just punt on the whole thing. Because if you like this team was built to win this year and they're not at all, Um, you know, I think that them and the Falcons are pretty much in this, in the same situation. The only thing, um, in the Falcons favor is that I think that they're actually pretty good. The Vikings are just not at all like the Falcons got AJ Terrell back and like, you know, they, they've endured some injuries and like, you know, they'll probably give up on, on Ryan at some point in the near future too, but. I mean, I think, you know, Matt Ryan's played well enough to at least finish out the year. Kirk Cousins, I don't know who the hell their backup is, but if he gets benched, this team is really going down the tubes, and they could be, I mean, shit, at this point, why wouldn't you try and be in the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes if you're the Vikings? You're already one in five. You're right there. Why aren't they talked about as being in in the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes? I mean... Someone's probably stupid enough to fucking trade for Kirk Cousins for something. I mean, we saw it with the Bears. They traded for fucking Nick Foles. Like, they were dumb enough to take on that that contract that he probably doesn't deserve. So, I mean, you know, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see with them and, and actually both of these teams are where they kind of end up because it, it is not going well. And that, that was an ugly game on, on Sunday, especially for the Vikings. Um, what we got here next? Broncos, Pats. Um, yeah, again, doesn't really move the needle. The Patriots, heavy, heavy home favorites, losing like this is is not great. But you gotta kind of come to expect that with uh, with what happened with Newton. I mean, you don't play for for however long it was. You get out of your groove. You're not allowed to practice. You're not allowed to be with the team. I mean, it was very obvious. They honestly might have had a better chance if he didn't play in this game. Um, it was it was it was ugly. They, they couldn't they just couldn't move the ball, and Denver stunk. I mean, Locke was was dreadful, and they win this game by six points. Uh, Newton couldn't do anything towards the end of the game, especially when the Broncos were literally trying to give this game away. So I think better days are ahead for the Patriots. Um, you know, I think that they're obviously going to. Be over 500 in the division, still. So, um, you know, I think that they're already two and one. I think they got that going in their favor. Um, you know, their schedule is okay, but um, you know, I think that the worst is behind them. Um, and now Newton come coming back with a full week of practice. I would fully expect them to bounce back. Um, and as for the Broncos, uh, who cares? Um, Ravens, Eagles. Um, again, you know, Ravens, um, not really being super impressive. They were early on and then they were not at all. Um, you know, the, the, the offense gets very stagnant, especially on third down when they have to throw the ball. And it's very obvious that Lamar Jackson is not, um, well, who he was last year. And, um, I don't think he's going to be, I think this is just who they're going to be all year. The defense is really good. Um, they can run the ball. Uh, I know Mark Ingram got banged up a little bit. Um, but it's just not the same, you know, they're just, they're they're. It's almost like they're trying to be like, look, look, see Lamar can throw the ball. Look, look, he can throw the ball, but he just, he really (laughs) can't, you know, I mean, he's a great athlete and he's a great player and he will continue to be a great player. And I'm sure he'll win another MVP at some point, but they're kind of in a funk. It's almost like what the Rams were in last year where they just like forgot how to play football and still managed to win games. And like Baltimore is five and one, like they're not as severe as what the Rams were last year when they went nine and seven, you know, Baltimore is still going to win 12, 13 games. But, um, you know, you really got to question whether or not they can beat good teams like this. I mean, they, they, they beat everybody who they're supposed to beat, but you know, um, you got to worry about Pittsburgh. That'll be Those are going to be really interesting games to see how they can perform against Pittsburgh because um, Pittsburgh has an exposable secondary, but, the, man, they could stop the run. So, you know, that could be a bad matchup for Baltimore. Um, it'll be interesting to see. You know, I don't know if they have the Titans on the schedule, but we saw what the Titans did to them last year with a good game plan. So, you know, I'm not sold on them. I don't think that they're a top-five team in the NFL. Um, I can probably give that to you at the end of this segment once I run through all these games, who I think the top five teams are in the NFL. But I don't think Baltimore's there. And as for the Eagles, I think you got to feel bad for Carson Wentz. I'm not going to say that he's been playing well, but, I mean, it's a disaster what's happened to them. Um, and, jeez, uh, I, I don't know. Now with no Sanders or no Ertz, I mean, they are – they are really in jeopardy, and I'm not saying this as uh as a homer, like they very very well may lose to the Giants on thursday, <laughs> and that will just fuck everything up because the Eagles are still i think they're still statistically got the best chances of of winning this division now with 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 Dallas looking the way that they have i think in terms of like f p i and stuff like that. I think they're, like, up to, like, 50, 55% to win the division. But I don't know how because they don't have any players anymore. <laughs> no Sanders, no Earths. They're throwing to this guy Travis Fulgham who's been good. But, like, I mean, come on. Um, the offensive line stinks now. The defensive front is pretty good. But their secondary is, is not very good outside of Darius Slay. So I, I don't know. I don't know what to make of them. I think Thursday actually makes for a very enticing game. I am going to be watching it with actual rooting interest for the Giants for the first time in a long time. I want them to desperately win a game because I think uh, and I will get uh, I guess I kind of skipped over the Giants and the Redskins. The like the Giants have played very, very hard for Joe Judge. They were very much in it against the Steelers who just crushed the Browns um, and have crushed several teams who, several teams that most people would consider better than the Giants. They hung in there with them. They really, they came down to a last play against the Chicago Bears who were five and one. It came down to at the end of the game against the LA Rams who a lot of people are expecting to win 10, or 11 games this year. Like those those three losses are are good losses the dallas loss is a pretty bad loss i think because dallas also sucks but that was on the road if they can win one if they can split against dallas split against philly which there is really no reason to why they can't they're four point dogs going to philly this week so what that means is you take three away on a neutral on a neutral site, that means Philly's one point better than the Giants on a neutral site. At home, the Giants would be favorites. They would be favorites against Philadelphia and Dallas at home right now. So why can't they win this division? I don't know. They could go six and ten and win this division. So as as brutal as that is, because like obviously you're giving up. Uh, you know, chances at a good draft pick and stuff like that. I'm buying in. I want to buy in because I want to see them win games. I'm tired of losing. And if they have a chance to win this division at six and 10, I'm fucking in. I don't care about draft picks. This is like, this goes back to the whole Sam Darnold thing. It's just like, you make excuses, you make excuses. We We need another draft pick. We need another draft pick. We need another draft pick then everything will be perfect, and then it will be time to win games. No, there is no right time to win games. The right time to win games is always right now. Right now is always the right time to win games. You can't just give up and punt on the season when you got a legitimate chance at winning the division. Jones has been terrible. The offensive line is terrible. The defense has been good. As crazy as it sounds, that defense... The only game that they were legitimately looked horrible was against the Niners. Every other game is a one-score game. At the end of the fourth quarter, it's a one-score game. Every game against good teams. Are we going to say that the Eagles are a good team? No. They're still four-point underdogs, which means that the Giants are not very good. But the fact of the matter is, is that this division does not have a single decent team in it. So, but someone has to win it. So <laughs> I am buying in on the Giants. And coming back to the Eagles, this is a very interesting game. Because if the Giants pull this one out, man, the Giants pull this one out. Dallas is at Washington giving one point. They're laying one point. If the Giants and the Redskins win this week, these two division battles, my goodness. My goodness. Will everybody's hair be on fire? Because this, if that happens, if that happens, I mean, it's already, you know, close to one of the worst divisions in NFL history. I mean, you got to remember, it was like 2010 when the Seahawks won the division with Charlie Whitehurst. They were seven and nine. And then a couple of years later, it was like the Panthers, I think, were like seven, eight and one. They won the South. You know, it's happened before. But if these two teams this weekend, it's gonna if if Washington and the Giants win this weekend, it's gonna be a race to to six wins, maybe even five. <laughs> you could get five. You could get five and win this division. Five, six wins, we'll win the division. And uh, I'm in. I'm in. I'm so in. Thursday, I am going to be back to fucking diehard Giant fan. Let's win. If we don't win this game, I'm going to be, like, actually upset and be very, very, very mad. And Philly has owned the Giants. But this is, this is it, man. This is the time to actually do something. And they might. So... You know the Eagles is that's an interesting team. You know they they really came back against Baltimore at the end there, but we'll see. This is gonna be this is gonna be fun. Uh what do we got here now? The Browns and the Steelers, man, what a fucking what a joke, man! Just when the Browns get everybody to start buying in, they're four and one. You know, the uh, this is it. You know, they were they were like three point dogs against the Steelers. They get fucking blown out, like embarrassed, embarrassed, embarrassed. And you know, Baker Mayfield had his his ribs hurt. Whatever. Fuck that. That guy sucks. He sucks. He fucking sucks. They have everything. Everything. They have the fucking second best defensive player in the NFL. They got good corners. They got other solid defensive linemen and linebackers. Like, they have a solid defense. They have a good offensive line. They have a stud running back. They have another stud running back who's hurt. They have a Pro Bowl tight end. They have elite, talented wide receivers in Odell and Jarvis Landry. And it's all of this guy's fault. It's all Baker's fault. Because he sucks. He fucking sucks. This guy. He turns the ball over. He can't fucking make plays. He can't do anything. Nothing. And somehow Kevin Stefanski has managed to make this guy look good by throwing for 170 yards and two touchdowns and just putting him in a position and not turn over the ball. It was gonna catch up. And maybe he is actually hurt. Maybe. We'll see. But I don't know how anybody could say that this guy gives them a legitimate chance to to win anything. He's been horrible, horrible, absolutely horrible. And to go and have the big – I mean, this was the biggest game for the Browns in like 21, 22 years when they played Elway. That was a, this is the biggest game since then. Probably. They had a couple big games, the one year they had Derek Anderson when they were pushing for the playoffs. but I mean, this was probably it. You in this game, you're tied for the lead in the division, and right up there with the Steelers and the Ravens, and they laid an absolute egg egg big fucking egg they laid fucking ostrich egg what a joke the browns are gonna do do brown i got a fucking spam call so and uh, it's two two episodes in a row that i managed to get chopped off in the middle of a sentence so what are you gonna do that's the uh price you pay for um trying to do this with a stupid uh app and uh by yourself and know nothing about um you know properly recording or doing anything of the sort but whatever um yeah just talking about the Browns um I mean what a joke and the Steelers I mean they look impressive but um you know Ben looks solid Um, I don't know if he is really good enough to get it done, but I guess we will see, um, again, those games with them in Baltimore is going to be really interesting. And, um, you know, I don't know if they have Kansas city on the schedule. I know they have Tennessee, I think this week. So I think Tennessee's maybe given, uh, or they're getting two points or something like that so the Steelers are, are you know they're I mean look they're, they're favorites on the road against the against the 5 and0 team so that has got to speak for something right um so I you know we're gonna we're gonna see we're gonna see what they're really all about in the next coming weeks but they definitely have looked pretty impressive in um, you know all, all the uh, everything you want out of a uh, potential Super Bowl contender Uh, Bears, Panthers, not much here, not much juice. The Bears may be five and one, but I don't think anybody nor their mothers believe that this is a very good football team. Um, Nick Foles has done the job just good enough to get it done. Um, unless he starts throwing for 340 yards like he did in the Super Bowl against the Patriots, they're not really, they're not really going to do much, um, um, you know but we'll see i mean hey they got a chance to win the division so i mean if they get a home, they they could get a home playoff game and and really who knows um but um you know i, I don't think anybody can can see them win, winning a game against uh Aaron Rodgers or or even the Saints or definitely, I mean the Bucks i mean there 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 are a lot of good teams in the in the NFC this this year but i mean hey they're in it so, you got to give him credit for that. You can only beat who's on your schedule. And, uh, um, you know, you can only, uh, I mean, you know, they did beat the Bucs, you know, it was in a game where the Bucks like, had more penalty yards than they had actual yards. So, I don't foresee that happening again. Plus, it's hard to beat a team twice. So, um, you know, but hey, like I said, you got to give him credit. It's been a good coaching job by Matt Nagy. I think he's a uh, much better coach than he's given credit for, considering that he, um, has not had very good quarterbacks to work with. But, um, you know, unless Nick Foles manages a way to to simmer up some magic here in the next coming weeks, um, you know, I think we'll see them uh, start to, um, you know, fall back uh, to where they should be. Um, And then for the Panthers, uh, you know, I don't think Teddy, I mean, Teddy's, this is not the team for Teddy, not yet. I mean, I, I think Rule has done a great job. Uh, putting together, uh, you know, a competitive team that nobody really expected to be competitive. Um, but, you know, Teddy, uh, Teddy's a guy that that needs a, a, a stout D, a really good old line uh, He needs McCaffrey healthy. They probably, Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore have been very good for them. They probably need another weapon, like a good tight end or something like that. He need, he's the type of guy that needs everything to really be who he can be, um, you know. And I think this week it really showed. He played pretty poorly. Uh, I mean, he lit up the Falcons, but who doesn't? So, Panthers probably a year or two away from from being pretty good again. And I don't see why they can't. I think I think they're in good hands with the Rule. That's for sure. Uh, Lions, Jaguars. I don't need to waste any breath on that. Uh, though I do think the Lions could make some noise if they string together a couple wins here and get back to 500, but we'll see. Dolphins-Jets, don't need to waste any breath on that, that's for sure. I mean, welcome to the Jets, Trevor Lawrence, even though he may stay in school because who the fuck would want to go play there? And and it'll be interesting to see, too, uh, in a couple weeks, too, so um, that's cool. Um, Bucks-Packers, the first leg of uh, my... uh, my pick of the week last week absolutely nailed the bucks are sick and they are probably they should be the favorite to win the NFC in my opinion they got an amazing defense they got fucking Tom Brady they got Ronnie Jones who's running the hell out of the football um you know and as evident you know the packers again have beaten up on some bad teams here they go on the road, finally, to play a good team, real good team on the road, and we saw what happened. Again, Aaron Rodgers is not going to ever play that poorly, probably ever again. Um, so, you know, it's kind of maybe a little fool's gold to how good the Bucks are and, you know, how good the Packers are. I don't think it really tells the whole story because I think that was, like, his first career game of, of being that bad. So um you know that's not that's definitely not going to happen again you know Adams just returns but still I mean that's you, you got to do better than that coming off a of bye um whether you're on the road or at home it doesn't matter you are playing a good team or a bad team you never like to see that 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 kind of effort off a of bye um which is why I think the Bucks are probably a little bit slightly ahead of the Packers just because um you know, I'm not saying I think Lafleur is a bad coach, but uh, I would rather have my trust in Arians to to continue to progress his guys and get better as the season goes on, rather than um, Lafleur, who um, just didn't have his guys ready to play in a um, in a marquee game like that coming off a bye, which is a little a uh, little concerning. So. Uh, I was very, very pleased what what I saw with the Bucks. If you think Brady is done, you're a fucking moron. Um, Niners, Rams. Again, I liked the Niners in this spot last week. If Garoppolo was healthy, which he was, and it showed, he played very well, much better than he did against the the uh, the Dolphins. Obviously, um, they looked strong. Uh, I don't. I just don't think they're really going to get it done this year. I think they're going to be pretty back and forth all year. Win here, lost there. Win here, lost there. They're just not healthy enough. Um, You know, most are going down and headed to IR now. Again, Uh, it's just it's kind of a messy situation with all their injuries. And and they're going to win some games because you know they're supremely well coached. Um, And they got some great great players like Kittle. But you know they're they're just they're they're just not healthy enough to get it done. But it was a good win against the Rams. But I'm I'm almost positive that when it comes back around and and you know the Rams are the home team next time around, they're they're going to give them a bit of a shellacking back. So, um, you know, good 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 win for for betting purposes though. I think the Niners at home are, are going to be a nice team to ride. Um, you know because they're not getting they're not getting as much love as they probably should. Uh, Chiefs Bills. Uh, just gonna touch on these real quickly. Um, Chiefs are the top of the top top of the NFL. Um, it's damn near impossible to beat them. Um, yeah, I mean that's pretty much it. The Bills are just not there, and I don't think they're ever gonna be there. I mean, Allen looked like shit for 99% of that game yesterday. And you know, again, I was very skeptical at the beginning of the year of his performance. Uh, you know, again, not a talent evaluator, but I saw him miss some very easy throws. Um, they let the jets hang in the game week one, and we didn't even know how bad the jets were. So that kind of got, I feel like that kind of gets glossed over. Um, and, um, yeah, I mean, this is two weeks in a row where he's actually played legitimate competition that has played very poorly. So I just don't think the bills are there yet. Um, They need uh, probably uh, a much better run game uh, for Allen to actually truly succeed and truly become who he can be. I think he could be a good quarterback. I think he probably is already a pretty good quarterback. But he has a lot of pitfalls and makes some really bad throws and makes some wild throws and, and bad turnovers and stupid decisions. And I don't think that's something that a lot of people ever fully grow out of. You know, you could, you could grow out of like, you know, certain things like pocket awareness, hanging onto the ball, um, you know, taking slides, protecting yourself. I think you can grow out of that. But when you make dumb decisions with the, with the football over and over and over again, it just, it just continues to happen. You see guys like Jameis Winston, Eli Manning always did it. Like there's just, there are just guys that just turn the football over and he's one of them. Can you win a championship with that when you have guys like Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady? I mean, these guys don't turn the ball over at all. So, I don't know. They're not, you know, everybody was hot on them. I was not. They finally played some good competition and and got kind of beat up the last kind of, the two, the last two weeks. And you know, the, the score doesn't really tell the whole story. They, they got beat up yesterday in an ugly game that should technically play in their favor when you're playing the chiefs, but the chiefs beat them up. Um, and then Cardinals Cowboys, I mean, Christ almighty, man, the Cowboys are so bad. Um, I didn't think, you know, that one killed my pick of the week because I really didn't think Dalton was that much worse than Prescott, nor do I still. Um, but they're just, they've given up. Um, I mean, I honestly think that I wouldn't, I wouldn't, think twice if, if Jerry fired Mike McCarthy already. I mean, you have all of this talent. I understand they have some injuries, but you have all this talent. And you, you're going to struggle to find a way to, to win the worst division in NFL history. It's just a, it's inexcusable. And um, to play like that at home versus a Cardinals team that is still not very good, just lost their best player. Kyler Murray had nine completions. Everybody's going crazy over Kyler Murray. He had nine completions, and they won by 28 points. How is that even possible? The only only solution is that the other team is very bad. That's the only solution. They just beat up on the Jets and the Cowboys. Let's not get crazy here on the Cardinals. The Cowboys, I think, are honestly this bad, and I think they've given up on the coach. I think they've just given up. They've given up the fact that Prescott got hurt. And this is just a mess. It's a mess. So I will not be betting on the Cowboys. I will be staying away from them for the rest of the year. And again, they're in that mix with the NFC East. So that's going to be an interesting storyline. It's going to be a fun one. Um, So just to um, move on here, um, I wanted to break up, you know, um, the segments I wanted to do football and something else, then go back to football. I wanted it to all be football. Um, and, uh, so I, I recently I've watched, um, master of none with Aziz Ansari. Uh, I know that he is technically canceled because of some things that he's done in his personal life, none of which I know really much about. Um, I am of the belief that, um, you know, if you, if you don't approve of anybody who's, um, ever did anything wrong, then, then you're not going to have anybody in your life period. You know, um, there, obviously there are certain levels of severity to these things. And from what I know about him, you know, it's like, kind of ticky tack whatever i'm not very much a judgmental person and i don't like to cut off um certain things that i may enjoy just because people are shitty in their personal lives i think we all are i think we all are shitty in our personal lives and i think we uh all kind of take uh ourselves for granted in that regard and um you know don't take the time to reflect on our own um Actions and our own uh, inhibitions, and are quick to judge others. Um, so you know that the whole thing doesn't bother me. So I flicked it on, um, just because I was. Netflix is the only thing I can watch in my room with the shitty Wi-Fi, um, just because it it doesn't buffer as much as some of the other things. I flicked it on and I was blown away. Um, I don't think that. I've quite seen um, anything as, um, as relevant for um, people my age, you know, in their mid-20s, early-20s, late-20s, even early-30s. Um, it's just a crazy relevant story um, about a guy trying to figure out, you know, his career, trying to figure out his love life. And just kind of, um, you know, finding his way a little bit, just like many of us are. And, um, you know, he, uh, you know, the main character, I don't want to give anything away, but, you know, he, he goes through these relationships and he goes through these personal choices and there's loss and then there's regret and then it makes you wonder and then you move on and then you, you know, take some chances and do all this crazy shit. And for me it was very powerful because it's very um you know very cl- closely uh, correlated to to what I'm going on through my life right now and um you know I I thought it was amazing and I would want everybody my age to to check it out and see what they think um I know it certainly inspired me to take some chances um Next year, you know, coronavirus permitting, you know, I I think I want to, uh, you know, put my fear of flying aside and like spend a summer in Europe or something because if you're not going to do that shit now, you're never going to do it. And, you know, I think, I don't know if the message of the show is necessarily that, but that's something that's kind of stuck with me is that, like, you know, the older you get, um, the less likely you are to do certain things like take risks of traveling and, and being outside your comfort zone and and stuff like that. So it's definitely um, something that, that um, made an impact on me to want to do certain things like that. And, um, you know, very closely related was I also saw um, <clears throat> Cinema Paradiso, which is a um, classic Italian film. Uh, widely considered one of the best films of all time, and similar similar kind of deal where um, you know, it it doesn't you know it's not following a you know a younger guy in, in living in New York City, but just in the sense that like you know it it follows a, a a boy slash man throughout different stages of his life and and just shows you know the shit that you go through and the regrets and and the desire to find something you love and do things that you love, and and to not be afraid to go out of your comfort zone, and to you know kind of um, you know pursue pursue different things, and, and you know thing life is not a uh, a uh, you know like a like a very clear path or anything. It's kind of a process of elimination. And you have to try different things to know what you like and what you don't like. And, um, you know, I, I thought it was, um, you know, it was very powerful to, uh, you know, to to see something that so accurately portrays, um, you know, just things like regret and just real life shit and kind of inspires you to, to go out and try something new and, and change things up a little bit you know, because a lot of us, we get stuck in these places like New York, you know, you get stuck, you get stuck in your job, you hate it, but like there's something that's itching you and telling you like, you know, you got to keep doing this. You just have to, um, nobody's ever really sure why it's just like, you have to, like you have to do these things. You have to have a job. You have to maintain it. You have to pay your rent. You have to do this, that, whatever. And I thought that both of these were very refreshing takes on showing, you know, the struggle of that and, you know, struggling through everyday life and then ultimately showing like the, what, what could be if you really, you know, um, go balls to the walls and kind of take a chance and a leap of faith and do you know, kind of, not what your heart tells you to do, but do something that just makes you have a little pit in your stomach and be like, should I really be doing this? And then you go and you find out that's like, yeah, that's exactly what you should be doing, you know? So I would highly recommend to anybody, especially just, I highly recommend that obviously to everybody, but I recommend, especially to those who you know maybe feeling the way that I felt when I was considering leaving my job and um you know kind of when I was searching for something and when I decided to take the leap of faith so to speak in, into teaching um you know if you're having second second thoughts about you know whether it be a relationship or or a, uh, a career decision I think both of these are are very very helpful and powerful um Uh, things to watch that that could sway you one way or another and uh, give you some some perspective into what you're doing. So with that said, that sums up segment three. Lastly, I'm going to give you my picks. Um, And uh, I guess I'm uh, one and one. Niners hit. Um, And then the teaser did not, so one and one is not terrible. I'd like to be better. Um, This week, there are a ton of games that I like. Um, The question is, which ones do you pair together? That's always the question, right? Um, I mean, this is like the teaser week of all teaser weeks. Uh, So I guess I'm going to give you two, two, two two-team teasers. Um, So I guess the first one... I never like betting on the Giants. We'll just do it. We'll just do it based on the times of the games, I guess, um, and the order in which they come. So the first one, I would say, Giants, Texans, two-team teaser. Um, as it stands right now, you'd be getting ten with the Giants, nine and a half with the Texans. I love both those numbers. Um, I just think that it's very, very obvious that. Um, you know, people are going to be laying heavy on Green Bay. Public's going to be laying super heavy on Green Bay after an embarrassing loss against Tampa Bay. Uh, Vegas thinks otherwise. It's almost like they're tricking you to take Green Bay. So I like Houston. Um, I like them at plus three and a half. But in a teaser, plus nine and a half, I think that's an amazing bet. Again, as I alluded to when I was talking about the NFC East, I don't think the Giants are nearly as bad as the public perception is. Uh, You're already seeing the 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 line move towards um, the Giants pretty heavily here, two and a half points. Um, So, um, you know, if you can get them, they're down from six and a half to four. If you can get them back up to 10 against Philly on Thursday night, I think you're going to be very, very happy with the results. So that will be number one. Number two. Uh the other games I like are uh we'll string together. Hmm We could do we could do we could even do a three teamer here, huh? No. No, we'll do two we'll do another two teamer. Um other two teamer I would like to see. Um Cleveland headed back out on the road after a super embarrassing loss, um, at Cincinnati. Um, Cleveland's not the Tom Brady, like sure thing bounce back after a loss. If I don't think the Packers are bouncing back necessarily in a tough road game after a loss, I definitely don't think the Browns are bouncing back after an embarrassing loss going, going to play, um, a pretty tough road game. Uh, and, you know, by all accounts, at at Cincinnati is not like going to fucking Arrowhead and playing the Chiefs, but it's not an automatic win, and Vegas doesn't think so either. Bengals are down from plus four to plus three and a half already. the six points on to Cincinnati, get them at plus nine and a half home against the uh the Browns. I love it. You you uh, lump that in with another. Uh, you're doing another two-team teaser. You're lumping the Bengals in with. Um, um, geez, might be backtrack in here. You know, if the card, it's crazy as it sounds. If the Cardinals had lost to the Cowboys last night, I would like this bet much more because the line would be the same. Um, you know, you could have gotten you could have gotten Cardinals plus three and a half last night um before the game before they demolished the cowboys but um it's fuck it who cares we're 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 rolling with it um Bengals plus three and a half turn that into plus nine and a half and I'm gonna tie that into with the Cardinals plus nine and a half home against the Seahawks um again you know, going into last night, nobody thought the Cardinals were any good. I think the thirty eight to ten is gonna lean towards um, you know, not being super favorable to taking the Cardinals here. I would have liked to see the Cardinals lose and be three at three and get that three and a half at home um, just because that's gonna sway uh, public perception a little bit. Um, but at the end of the day, There's already a ton of tickets in here, and people are still loving Seattle minus three and a half, and laying the three and a half at Arizona. Um, You know, so public's on Seattle no matter what, even after an embarrassing uh, victory against the Cowboys last night. So I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna roll with Arizona here. Um, Arizona and Cincinnati. You're getting those two teams at plus nine and a half, and then the other two team teaser I would like to see is the Giants and the Texans. Texans plus nine and a half Giants at plus 10 on Thursday night. So there you go, folks, that'll do. Um, that pretty much wraps up uh, this episode. Um, hopefully I go to two this weekend and uh, I hope you all uh, kind of enjoyed it and uh, I hope this makes your Tuesday a little bit better. It sure did for me. So uh, until next time.